So I'm <laughs> I haven't even said anything funny yet. I'm kind of an introvert. Which is annoying because that's really trendy right now. Um, I don't know. There's lots of Huffington Post articles about um, how to be in a relationship with an introvert and the top 10 things you can do for your introverted friends and how to raise an introverted child. And I've occasionally gotten trolled into clicking on one. And I'm always surprised at how long they are. Like, I can give you a proper care and feeding of introverts article right now. Are you ready? Ready? Leave them the hell alone. (laughs) So, I wasn't always like this. I was a very precocious child. Um, one who was always ready to talk to anybody about anything, anytime, anywhere, you know, what, whatever. And um, it baffles me now as an adult that I was ever like that. It kind of baffles me that anybody could be like that. Like, in my mind, I am perfectly normal. And the rest of you are all like mutant X-Men, like rogue, who have like this ability to just start talking to me and I feel my life force begin to drain out as my brain fills with all of your emotions and hopes and thoughts and dreams. And like, I have to like tap out of conversations because I cannot mentally take any more in. It's not that I'm not listening. I'm listening. I care. It's that I'm done. And, um, This makes me a really good acquaintance because I can totally do it for like 15 minutes. But like it makes me a really bad friend because over the course of 20 years, you can get a little sick of me. So um, again, I wasn't always like this. I used to be, you know, the... I used to be the talker in my family. I used to be the ham. I used to be the, um, the one who wouldn't shut up. But um, I guess, like, in my, in my early teens, pre-teens, I was bullied pretty bad and, uh, but in school and, like, kids in my neighborhood. And, um, like, I could, I could tell you all about it, but um, you probably don't want to see a mime cry. Or maybe you do, you sadistic assholes, but I won't give you the satisfaction. So... <clears throat> I, um, I've learned to wear faces, obviously, and um, I'm wearing one right now, and I feel very comfortable in this getup. I could do this every day. I communicate much better through gesture than I do through actually speaking. Um, it's not that I'm emotional, emotionless. I am full of emotions. They're just buried really deep, and you can't have them. And um, a lot of times, you know, people try to probe you emotionally, like with their anal emotional probe thermometers, and um, I don't like that, and I reject it very heartily, and I'm like, you know, 
I'm a truth teller, for sure, but I'm a secret keeper. So when you break out your emotional anal probe, um, I'll start telling you really uncomfortable things about yourself um, in order to deflect. It's like my self-defense mechanism. If I've done it to you, I'm sorry. So um, I see a really good psychologist because, hello, and um, I told him, you know, at the outset, and, you know, this is another trendy thing. I'm like, I'm a girl, you know, I have lady parts, um, but I really, I, I kind of think like a dude. I'm, I'm definitely logically driven as opposed to emotionally driven. And I was like, so you need to throw all that gender-specific psychoanalytical stuff, like, out the window right now because it's not really applicable here. Um, and he did, you know, and um, it was good. It gave me a mirror, a still mirror, to um, see who I really am and why and to accept myself. Um, But you should all also be thankful for him because it enabled me to go, oh, you know what? Other people aren't like me. (laughs) They do have emotions and they're close to the surface and they're valid and uh, they need validating. They need understanding and they need... um, They need to be vented sometimes, even though, you know, venting of emotions, not my favorite thing. So, um, as as you can clearly see, it's a lot of fun to be married to me. And uh, I, yeah, I have to thank my husband, who's in the audience, for putting up with this. Um, And, um, you know... A lot of a lot of people are like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a dude, like I'm a girl, but like I think like a dude, and uh, like I drink whiskey and like I cuss and I tell fart jokes and you know whatever, and like that's not it, like you don't get it, like that's not it, that's not thinking like a dude. You're just your own special form of classy, <laughs> and um, really like going to your doctor and going, hey, man, like, I need to talk about some stuff, but at the outset, you got to go, you got to kind of realize that, like, emotionally, like, I have an Audi instead of an Innie, like, and we have to work from that basis, and then being cool with that, that's a really special thing, and it's been, it's been very helpful for me. So, like I said, as a kid, I got bullied pretty unmercifully, and um, I found a very special friend called the library and I found refuge in books characters great sci-fi fantasy other worlds that I totally wanted to live in so that I didn't have to live in this one anymore and um, I've stayed that way like for every hour that I spend peopling I need like three hours with a book and like multiple cups of tea um I use peopling as a verb relatively frequently. Um, Let me tell you about my illustrious career in cold call sales and marketing. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like it reads like an employment obituary. You know, when when you go and you fill out a job application and they're like, reason for leaving, and you're like, couldn't people that day? 
got shit canned. That's not really what employers are looking for, just in case that's helpful for any of you. Um, but deep down, like, although I'm not naturally empathetic, I do care about people. I care about everybody. Like, I have, like, concentric circles of caring that extend outward that some are more important, you know, like my kids, and some are less important, like you fucking people that I don't know. But I care, I really do. Like, I love all of humanity. I just don't trust you not to fucking dump your shit on me. So it has found a way to express itself in my art. And um, for those of you who don't know, I occasionally busk as a human statue. And um, her name is Our Lady of the Various Sorrows. And um, she's based loosely on a line from a Nick Cave song, because, you know, I'm cool. And then she's also <clears throat> based, for those of you, on the Mater Dolorosa, for those of you who are enlightened non-Catholics and don't know what I'm talking about, um, it's, a, it's a representation of the Virgin Mary where, you know, she has a sorrowfully for, you know, scrunched up brow and she has her hand gingerly placed on a heart which contains anywhere from like one to seven daggers and um mine has seven because you know go big or go home and um and it's great because like I paint my face and I stand on a stool I have my cloak on and I glue these like brimming tears which I craftily form out of puff paint um, onto my face, and I stand there, and I pretend to cry. And um, for a minimum of one dollar, one dollar, you know, people can come and get absolution for whatever they want. They put a dollar in the bucket, and I cry for them. I don't need to know if you're mad. I don't need to know if you're sad. I don't need to know if you're just unhappy. I kind of don't care. <laughs> it's my way. <laughs> it's my way of, of showing you how much I want to care without having to actually talk to you about it. And, um, and it, it, it goes over pretty well, I've noticed. You know, I've had some interesting, totally nonverbal interactions with people that um, have been really special and have enabled me to show those on the very outskirts, just strangers, that I'm not this cold, emotionless, you know, per person. Um, I do care. I just don't want to hear about it. And so um, I'm really grateful for all of the times when, you know, I've been able to do that. And this, I know this seems like the opposite of, um, of that, getting up here and telling a story. Um, but, you know, it's really not because I don't have to tell you anything I don't want to tell you. You don't get to interrupt me. You don't get to ask me further questions. You don't get to probe around in my gray matter. You just sit there, and you shut up, and you listen. It's like I'm talking to my kids. <laughs> and, um, and so I enjoy this, too. It's, it's, totally, it's totally different, but kind of the same. And um, I... 
do you know, a silent mime. Um, I, I enjoy being able to do that. I feel blessed. I feel like she's this character that gives absolution, you know, when I'm not a person who can easily do that verbally. Um, you know, that, that exchange escapes me. It feels like a drain. I don't, you know, in the whole classic Myers-Briggs introvert, extrovert thing, um, I don't get my energy from people. I get it from not people. And a lot of people that that I know get it from people, and it totally baffles me. But that's okay, because whatever works for you is good. It's good. It's great. It's fine. Um, I communicate better through gesture than I do through words. Um obviously. Um, if I could dress like this every day, I would, um, mostly to keep people from talking to me. And um, one time when I was getting ready, ready for an Our Lady performance, my friend and housemate, Walt Taylor, um, was sitting at the table with me, watching me put my makeup on. And he's like, this is so you. He's like, if you could just paint your expression on every day and just go with that, like, you'd be golden. And it's true. Because most girls, they're like, I hate it when people tell me to smile. And I'm like, I hate it when people ask me what's wrong. And I'm like, I'm fine. I just have major resting depressive disorder face. Leave me alone. Jeez. So anyway, um... Thank you for letting me tell you about how I don't want to tell you things. <laughs> and um, I feel really special. I feel like it's really special to have the interactions that I have when I'm doing the whole human statue thing because I'm like uniquely formed to do that particular thing. And um, I feel like it's magical. It's really magical to get to have those experiences with people um, on that level where I'm comfortable-ish and they're comfortable-ish and something transpires there, some interaction or exchange that is not um, necessarily um, vocal but is very real. And so... I will never be the life of the party. If you invite me to your party, thanks. I probably won't come. But if I do, um, you know, I will bring some fun and um, hopefully some peace and a little bit of grace as long as you let me do it very, very quietly. So thank you.